0: Been that much of a break since we've done this? No, it, not really. I mean, it was Die Hard was the last one. Yep. No, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It wasn't that long ago, but it no. seems like a while. It feels like you a while. You want to know why? Why?
1: It's dry January. Oh, it is. Everything. like Time has come to a fucking crawl. Yeah. I'm so
0: yeah. bored. And so it, bored. Why
1: does booze... Have like to make everything, everything better. better. It does so we much. have we're consuming
0: delicious herbal tea oh at the man. moment. We are the lamest podcasters The, out the lamest. Okay. So let me okay, let me start over sure. and reflect my current mood. Welcome to get your shine box. Are you forty thousand leagues beneath the sea? Forty thousand baby leagues. <laughs> The oh
1: yeah. my god, your mojo is off! I know. I'm going to pump some booze in you now. I know, I, I, it's off,
0: it's off. That's, I'm kidding, <sighs> you're always on, pal. I don't know, no, welcome to Get Your Shine Box. I guess we'll do this. Ugh. Uh, it's a podcast uh, with a couple of brothers that talk about the movies that influenced us as kids and how we relate that as parents right. nowadays. Right. And uh, yeah, not,
1: not an advice show. No. We don't touch that shit. No. Hey, not really a movie review show, although we do go into preposterous amounts of detail. We do.
0: We do. And Zach, and, uh, and
1: Do we say that it's not a movie show just because then when our references are ridiculous or we get some of the names wrong, wrong. then we just don't have to feel like we're putting out a quality program? <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Okay. So it, it's basically a, a caveat <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where we go... A blanket
1: apology ahead of time. Today. That's
0: it. That's yeah. it. Because our, our, our one listener, our, our dear friend Ross Smith... Uh, who is a massive film buff? Yeah, well, you know, we've got other <laughs> listeners. We've got friends. Yeah, a couple stragglers here. There's a couple stragglers. There's here a and couple there. Sure,
1: sure. But I don't, I don't uh, want to discount our our mass. <laughs> We're not going to get advertisers if we can't. Oh. you know, at least pretend we've got a, well a crazy following. Let me
0: redact that. Then, <laughs> right. Shall I? Um, to the thousands upon thousands of listeners. <laughs> Uh, this is a, a, sh- a podcast that talks oh, about no. movies, but in the most inaccurate ways. Not really. No. You've gone straight radio announcer now. I, know. Just, I you know. know. What are you talking about? Okay. that KDBL. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're dead beat, <hate> Marty. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, uh, hey, how was your week? That's how was your it? dry, oh. lifeless week of January. Taken forever. (laughs) No, it really it has. It's been like, uh, it's been really good
1: though. Like, so lots of positives Mm -hmm. about, um, you know, about having a dry January. um, Yeah. And that I always feel like You're healthier. And Mm -hmm. and so this is weird. On um, Friday, we we had um, swimming lessons, had to go take Scarlett too. Yes. And so, you know, we've been eating pretty well and we haven't been drinking. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're in a bit of a pinch for time. Yeah. So Laura shows up and she's like, hey, I got something delicious for you. I'm like, I got a surprise. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, surprise. Mm -hmm. Like, awesome. And she comes up with a bucket of KFC chicken. (gasps) And I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, yay, you know what, feeling good. So I'm scarfing back some chicken. I had like three chicken breasts, which is wow. just gluttonously bad. And then some fries and some gravy. Yeah. And so I'm driving to Scarlet to uh, swimming lessons, and we get about halfway there. I'm just like oh, and I'm no. like, oh, God. Oh, no. Like, oh, it felt like seriously someone poured wall filler and jammed it down my like, colon. <laughs> like, it's just ah. fucking awful. It was so off, man. Oh, um, no. And then on top of everything else, yeah. uh I, I got a wicked bout of gout.
0: Yeah. And I don't,
1: I don't yeah. think it's specifically because of the chicken, but I yeah. want to make a connection there because maybe yeah. I can do some sort of like, uh, you know, Pavlovian response to KFC <laughs> now and avoid it because fuck, I felt bad.
0: Just um, some chicken? My foot! No kidding.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Just kind to shit myself and get paralyzed all at the same time. Just, oh my God. There's I a term that. for that.
0: And if there isn't, we're inventing it.
1: Paralysis shit? <laughs>
0: Lots of parallax No
1: kidding. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta write that down. No, yeah, that's you know a little hamogram. Put that, <laughs> put, put that one in the bank. Perala.
0: Perala. Yeah.
1: Perala so, uh, but otherwise, from, par- from a parenting perspective, it was actually yeah. like an interesting week. So, yeah, uh, kids first week back at school. Yeah. Um, we've set up some really specific times for them. So remember, yeah. the previous episode, we talked about devices. That's right. And uh, so you know, Bri got a new phone. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett's all over a tablet, and I mean, Julian just he's kind of more like mm-hmm. a stealth. Uh, <laughs> user of technology. Yeah. But um, we sort of had thought about like what we wanted to do and there's we've had a standing rule about tech at the table. Yeah. So no tech at the table for supper times or for yes. meals and stuff. You know, this yeah. is a time for families to be together. But uh, this week, like I'm looking around and then, Like, Bree's got her phone right next to her on the table. And I'm like, hey, you know, no tech on the table. And so she moves it like a foot away. I'm like, no, like, you got to move it off. And i kind of like, you know, so I stick it aside. And I'm looking at Julian, and I kind of, I'm seeing him from an angle. And he's just kind of like, and as it turns out, he's got a headphone in his ear. He's been listening to music on the side while we're having supper. I'm like, you little fucker. So anyway, I was like, all right, man. And so I kind of called him on it, and he took his thing. I was like, what? I don't have my phone at the table. Yeah. I was like, no, but it kind of defeats the purpose. So anyway, yeah. um, it was, at the same time, if I put myself in their shoes at that age, yeah. I mean, you know what? It, entertainment on demand? I think it would be amazing. Like, sure. Think about what we would have been doing at that time, and why we were probably so rabid about media when we got it, yeah. because it was so Spartan. Yeah. I think actually what probably would have lost this luster, yeah. you know, if you had everything all the time. And I don't know about you, but one thing I'm trying to be really more conscious of this year is being present. Yes. And I think people talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and I think it's been an ongoing issue. Uh, But truthfully, I find my attention span is not as strong as it could be. Yeah. And sometimes I get distracted (laughs) for a variety of different reasons. So anyway, I I, I don't want my kids to have to suffer from that. I mean, now is the time in their lives where they can have wonder wonder. And they can actually use their imaginations. And so, yeah. uh, I think a few little rules. So, one, we don't do tech at the table. The new other new rule we put on in play is uh, we take our phones at 9. like So, no one has any tech after 9 o'clock. We take oh. everything away. We plug everything downstairs. No one nice. can touch nothing. Yeah. Uh, and even 9, I think, is a bit late. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and it's interesting because there's a transformation that happens with the kids yeah. the moment they lose their tech. Yeah. They become 100% nicer. They engage with each other. Yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> and they engage with us. So um, I like it for some stuff, but yeah. I think it's, we haven't been as mindful and I want to try to institute that. Tell me about your week. That's really good, by the way. And
0: and I really like that. And uh, yeah, same problems, kind of tech and things like that. Yeah. I mean... I don't mind saying my, my my son hasn't had the big tech problem in a while simply because he took a PlayStation controller to his tablet. Ah! In frustration when he was like in a in a kind of a um, a messenger call with some friends while he was gaming. Yeah. And uh, he got angry and kind of smashed it, and so it's it's broken. <laughs> so that's kind of a,
1: a mixed blessing, isn't yeah, it? Like you have to buy a new tablet, but at the same time you kind of get your kid back for a bit.
0: Yeah, and that's it. So what? Well, and he's gonna buy his next tablet. Ah, that's even better. Yeah. I like the responsibility. Good well, figure. so yeah, so he's he's going to earn that. He's earned some cash like shoveling and things like that from neighbors and things. Uh, so that's good. But but okay, so this week um so my wife Jules is back at school full time. Right? How's that going? Uh, good. <laughs> she doesn't listen, don't worry. Yeah, that's
1: true. We're in a code of, we're no no one's going to know. Everything <laughs> okay. you say here is double <laughs> Delphar five? <laughs> Destroy the planet. No. So
0: yeah, but um it's going good. Like it's it's very complicated, and mm-hmm. so she's she's fully engaged there. But so I'm I'm changing my schedule so I'm available in the evenings, and that's great. Okay. You know? okay. And so um, you know, the first week was good, but then you know, I'm trying to get into a good habit with uh, homework and I'm liking what's happening a little bit. And we freed up some time last night and we came downstairs and Jack's he's obsessed with soccer, so he's like, Play soccer with me, and, and we have like a tiny little space in the uh, basement here <laughs> right, that's like uh, right. literally like maybe four or three meters okay right uh where we play a little soccer and, and we just we don't slam it but we kind of go back and forth and we we're having some fun and indiana came down and she was working on the uh punching bag and oh cool like that okay. so, so it was like ah, oh, this is good we're we're not on devices we're playing around and things like that right. and i'm doing tricky with jack and tricky 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 you know with the ball and kind of keeping him guessing and he's getting like oh really into it and he um, flies for the ball and kind of spear spears the ball with his foot. You know, I don't know if that's a spear tackle or whatever the sure, yeah. proper sock idiom, is, soccer idiom <laughs> is. But um, but he, he went that and he smashed into my foot, my right foot. Oh no! And I've got um, I've I've got it might be gout, but it's like arthritis in my oh, big toe. Oh gout, gout
1: is like a it's all flares like yeah. Arthritis is per, is perpetual. Okay, this is perpetual. Yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, so I have arthritis in my big toe. So he slams into it. And I drop to the floor and I'm like heaving and, and you know, like just in super amounts of pain. He's like, Haha, I'm scoring. And he scores a bunch. I'm like, what fun. And I get it. And I think it was like, tears coming down my face oh my god you know and and he's like um oh dad are you okay dad are you okay i'm like oh yeah i'm laughing because it's so much fun you know and uh and so i was kind of hobbling and i'm like oh bedtime you know time for bed so um i don't know It was just funny because i loved the fact that we were down and playing and, and and interacting and the kids were doing awesome but then I became an old man and just like oh, got man. slammed into my toe and crippled me for the rest of the night. Yeah. And I had to like, okay, we're dead. No kidding. You know, but, um, so anyway, you were talking about getting old socks right. earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Getting old socks. It sure does. It does.
1: <laughs> well, even just the little things like, you know, like a single toe injury that yeah. would never normally cripple you as a 20 year old. You're just like... You know, shake it off. Brush your toe yeah. off, get the dust, <laughs> and then you're back, right? Yeah. But uh, honestly, it's the little things now where you have to be a little bit more mindful. I and know. uh It's funny, because I'm, I'm walking with a bit of a limp yeah. uh, because of my foot. And as we we went to skating today, because um, Scarlett and Bree actually attend skating at the same time. Scarlett's learning, and Bree actually helps to teach. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they have some um. time together. And I'm hobbling in, and, and Laura's like, you are walking like your dad. And I'm like, oh! No. oh. oh. Hit you where it hurts. And not that uh, that's anything to be sad about. I mean, dad's had mobility issues, and he's been so strong and so brave and pushed through all of that stuff. Like, he's been amazing. Yeah, but... It's funny, like, you know, when you're a kid and you look at your dad and you're like, ha ha, I'm never going to (laughs) age. Invincible. And yeah, Time just kind of leaps right up your butt. Right up your butt. Speaking of time. (laughs) Yes. And olden times. Yeah. What movie are you watching tonight? Wow. Or are you reviewing, I guess? Yeah.
0: Well. I guess
1: talking about. We're not reviewing anything. We're not reviewing
0: anything. Well, we'll connect it to the wider world in ways that will, like, floor people. But before we get to that right um, the the movie we're uh, reviewing tonight is or uh, talking about f- talking i know i know no i planted uh, it in your brain ah, it's in my brain don't feel <laughs> anxious about it we probably use the
1: word review many
0: times yeah the okay so the movie we're going to talk Tonight uh, is something I haven't seen. You know, thinking about it, I haven't actually watched this film in many years. Yeah, probably not since like early '90s. Okay, like, probably. And um, but I, I was like, oh, and and I had I had trouble kind of piecing together. There were some scenes that like popped into my head, but um, seeing it again, I was well impressed, very well impressed. So tonight we're con- we're gonna talk about getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Rocky 3. Yeah. Yeah, the awesome. rockening. <laughs>
1: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I sort of mentioned this when we were watching it. Uh, uh, this was the first Rocky movie I had ever learned about. Like, mm. So uh, I knew of, like, Rocky 1. I mm-hmm. never really got Rocky 2. and It wasn't, like, a big deal for me to, to sort of see it. Mm-hmm. But I remember getting sold this movie by, by Dad. Because yeah. I think he probably had, like a, pre- like, a pretty real connection to it. And he's like... Yeah. Hey kids, like I brought home Rocky, and we're just like, mm. and it's like, no, no, Rocky, like he's he's a super good fighter. Yeah. Mm.
0: Star Avengers? Yeah,
1: no, no, okay, totally. So, just wait till he goes to sleep. Yeah, but, yeah basically. Um, have some whiskey, pop. Uh, and just, mm, your kids with your <laughs> no, uh, no, but you know, no, actually, from... and, and then watching it, it was actually really, really good. It and I was. think because yeah. it wasn't Rocky one. Yes. Like if I think about how Ro- the Rocky movies work, like yeah. the first one was, you know, that gritty kind of. Serpico yeah. uh, overcoming the times. It was it was meant to be something more raw and more um oh. biographical, right?
0: Yeah. Gorilla style,
1: run and gun shot, you know? Like
0: sure. Yeah.
1: This was not No. <laughs> except for the beginning when they I yeah. think they tried to really shoehorn Polly's anger into kind of that 70s feel and then yeah. into this, but that is the extent of it. Otherwise it became a pretty classic kind of karate kid overcoming a challenger, yeah. like kick beat up Mr. Lawrence and Except Mr. Lawrence actually has a conscience in Karate Kid where Clubber yeah. Lang is just a single note.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's and, a machine. But yeah. that's okay. You can have an absolute beast of a villain. And he, he did fantastic. I mean, oh. this is the movie that launched him. Correct. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I was sure. I think about timelines. No, Eighteen was before this. But no.
1: Crazy to oh, think. Because, yeah. I mean, this guy from this yeah. movie and then, you know, straight into Eighteen, yeah. became such an icon. He had his own cartoon for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. So you sort of—I always felt like he must have been a star before this movie. But as yeah. it turns out, he was just like a bodyguard <laughs> and like kind of um, a fixer of sorts for celebrities. Yeah. And then just yeah, kind of leaped to stardom and prominence with uh, a distinct haircut, yeah. a very a very specific delivery.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, and uh, just a lot of charisma. I mean, yeah, I like Mr. T. I think he's a pretty fun guy. I think so too. Like to hear him
0: talk um like like in in an interview and i've heard of a number of interviews with him he's a riot like he is he's a really funny guy and he, and he's good and he he knows how to take the piss out of himself like that, that i like the most yeah like he is like like he's deserving of, of that kind of status cuz he cultivated it uh i think um you know he he did a lot of of, of like um i guess in not endorsement but he was like a figurehead, when he got cancer, he was, you know, this was something that kind of changed his life. This <laughs> was something that like... No, no, I'm not
1: laughing about cancer. Oh my God. No, no this got no, dark. No, but what, what, was, what was funny, and it's him, like you were talking about him being able to take the piss out of himself. Yeah. And he had T-cell lymphoma. And he's like, hey, I got personalized cancer. It's T- the T. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, good for you. Like, you know, to have that, that ability yeah. to kind of make something light yeah. that is not light in any way.
0: Yeah. Well, I can remember the last movie I saw him in was a um Alex Winter film called Freaks. Okay. Okay. Uh you you probably seen it. You should should see it actually. You, you it would you get a ride. Uh, okay. uh Randy Quaid's in it. Of course is. Um, Freaks you say Yeah, yeah. I think it's Randy Quaid. Anyway, oh. but yeah, and it's funny but Alex is, it, it's is the it last... Douglas Quaid? Yeah. Quaid <laughs> and Quato's <was> there <laughs> kind of as a support cast. Well, obviously. Well, you know, he's support. Best yeah. <laughs> a human <Like>, girdle. <laughs> Mid drive support, um, but in in it, um, Alex Winter and some friends. Alex Winter's like a uh, celebrity, and uh, oh my god, I, okay, I'm gonna do this in a tight five. <laughs> no, we don't have that kind of no, time. We don't have that time. <laughs> that's another episode. Okay, a tight five seconds. Okay. Um, so so basically, he is, um, uh, which call he's a celebrity, and he kind of goes off road with some friends, and they end up in this like kind of hick uh, farm that's like supposed to be this freak show thing. And, and it turns out that the proprietor of the freak show uh, is, like, a geneticist. And he transforms everybody into these weird freaks. versions. Right. Freaks. and <laughs> stuff like that. So there's a whole bunch of freaks. And Mr. T is in it. And this is the last appearance I ever saw him in. But he played, like, um, uh, the bearded lady. Oh! Yeah! So he's in his, like, iconic <laughs> T look, but he's in a dress.
1: That's awesome.
0: And he's just Mr. T the whole time. How do you not...
1: Like, uh, even in a fictional alternate yeah. timeline world yeah. of movies, not go, hey, Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there must be a Mr. T in every there
0: movie. There was like, holy shit. A, you're a bearded lady and you look like the fucking Mr. T, man. Do you pity this fool? Yeah. yeah basically. Say it. Say, Say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no and I think he probably dropped it in the film. Anyway, so that was the last time I saw him. But this, this was incredible because this is peak. Like, he is an insane shape. Holy shit. So this. they and they talk about the weights of the two
1: of them. And you yeah. can see it. Like, there's yeah. a solid 40-pound yeah. difference between yeah. Rocky, who you... But, well, like, Sylvester Stallone was a pretty solid dude. But he's oh, yeah. 191. And, like,
0: uh, T Mr. Is, T is, like, 232. That's right. Yeah. He's a
1: big fucking
0: guy. Yeah. And he looks like he trained as a boxer. Right. So right. he can pull off that really well. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right. So what do we got? How much time? Okay. I you know, think it's going to be a tight three. I actually feel like we can be very economical wow. on this. Because the film is economical. It's, right. a, it's a tight 89 minutes. And I'm tight in the absolute truest sense. Like it compacts this story in efficiency. Well, you want to know how they do that, Tristan? How? <laughs> with,
1: with the tool, the montage. Oh! There's not one, not two, not 10, not 50. <laughs> no, it is. It's ripe with montage. But in yeah. this. They actually are very effectively. Yeah, it. I feel like this might have spoiled them a little bit. Yeah. So that Rocky IV just becomes like a stitchery of like <laughs> montages well,
0: slapped well, together, because ninety percent of that film is a montage montages of tra- like Rocky IV, right? Montages of training, and then montages of what had happened like twenty minutes earlier. <laughs> montages of the montages montage. of the training. It's Inception montage. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> How many layers can they go back? <laughs> <laughs> basically, it is. It's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay. Tight. Tight. Three.
1: Okay. Yeah. Right. So. This, okay. Start us off. Right. So, uh, you start the movie with basically Rocky. So yeah. you, you know this is a reenactment for people who hadn't seen Rocky two. Yes. To understand exactly the lay layout of the film. So yeah. anyway, we see Rocky and you see Apollo Creed That's and right. they are in that last match and it's kind of a bit of an overview and you see the Rocky three stream across the screen. Yeah. Uh, and then they're battling and they're fighting and they both get knocked down and it's. Very tense, like a tough moment. They're both struggling to get up. Uh, Apollo looks like he's going to do it. Then he kind of falls down a little bit. Rocky looks like he's going to do it. He's going to fall down a little bit. And then finally Rocky just reaches the top and he makes it before the end of the 10 count. So he becomes champion of the world. That's right. Yeah. End of film... No, Uh, (laughs) okay, and we're done. Yeah. No, but, uh, and so this is amazing. So, all the classic characters are there from the Rocky film. So, Mickey is there, his key character. Uh, You've got Adrian, who's there, his wife. Yeah. uh, And obviously, supported him all the way along. And then, very interestingly, a montage. That's right. The montage is interesting because you start to see like Rocky's life. Yes. So now he's the champ. Yeah. He goes through a bunch of defensive titles and he's doing pretty well. He's thriving. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's starting to get, like, some money coming in. He's doing mm-hmm. some celebrity endorsements. Yeah. Uh, and he's doing really well. Um. But then you start to see some other weird stuff. Some cracks. Some cracks, yeah. yeah. And who's who's really not doing well with Rocky's success?
0: Well, the one person who uh, was instrumental in many aspects of Rocky's life but now kind of feels like he's not getting any due that is Polly. Correct. Yeah. So Pauly's, um he's seeing a lot of this, um, you know, Rocky success and things like that. And we get to, we, sh- we take a shot at him in taking shots in a <laughs> bar. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And people all around him are like, hey, Polly, you tell Rocky hello for me. Yeah. Forget about yeah, give it. Give him my best. Give him my best. Yeah. And Polly's like disgruntled because he's, c- I've
1: been coming here 10 years. Yeah. How come you never give me your best? best. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, forget about it. Hey,
0: Polly, where you going? Yeah. Ah. Oh, I totally. feel <laughs> You <goomba. laughs> That's it. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, Polly wanders out of the bar. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and he's kind
1: of stumbling around a little yeah. bit, you know, they kind of have some loony music that's going around as he uh, walks into an arcade, mm-hmm. and he happens to spot a pinball machine. That's right. And it's a Rocky pinball machine. Yeah. And just even the sight of it gets him so upset that he takes his... Mickey aboos <laughs> and whips it at it and smashes it. Yeah. Uh, so you could tell, that, you know, everything's not great in Paradise, but they don't yeah. really, you don't really know the reasons why. kind of Yeah, of the gate. that's right. That's right. And this is why I was sort of saying in the beginning, there's this gritty angle they're trying to kind of slide into it. Yeah. But it doesn't stick. Like, it just, it seems a little bit shoehorned. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't enjoy it because almost
0: as soon as Rocky just talks to Polly about it. Yeah. It's, it's good. done yeah yeah and, and, and it's funny yeah because like um, you know they have this confrontation I think Paulie's trying to hit Rocky like he's just bailed him out of jail that's right and and, um, and, and you know Polly's like whoa you know what about me I got you there I introduced you to your first woman you know and I like, yeah she was pregnant he's like whatever you won no prize <laughs> <laughs> but he mentioned some cool stuff there's like even some cool dialogue in that is that Polly mentions that Rocky's maybe had some work done you've cleaned up your face and stuff like that. And you oh. can see. Oh, he's pretty he's, chiseled. He's pretty chiseled, right? Yep. Like yep. there's no, obviously, lasting damage from the battle and he looks he looks pretty clean cut. And so, Rocky's been spending money on his image. He's been spending money on right. this kind of thing. So, and he's wearing like a beautiful suit. Correct. And things like that. Yep. So, some cool, interesting, uh, inter- like, opening up a window into a bit of Rocky's life right there. And and you're right. Polly's then like, you know, uh, hey, can I have a job? Yep. And Rocky's like, why didn't you ask before? All you need to do is ask. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. And that's it's you're hard, right. That's it. It's hard to take Stallone seriously though, with yeah. some of his
1: like dialogue delivery. Like, yeah. I know Rocky's not meant the character to be, you know, like a, a, a scientist, but yeah. but at the same time, he's, he does seem a little bit kind of dull.
0: Yeah, well, he's he's not as sort of like. And this is the evolution of him. I gotta watch number two now because yeah. in number one he's very much like hey, you wanna do this, you know? Yeah. And he's kind of like he mumbles and you can't even hear him and things like that. He's he's actually a lot more articulate and thoughtful in this one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like the like go back and see the first one because you you can see that he's you know he, he kind you know he's, he's just, just a brawler, hiders, right? Like he's a just a, simple, a brawler and dude. stuff. Okay. So the sophistication has changed him pretty fundamentally. Hmm right? The success rather, And so, yeah, like, and he, ne- he never, you know, um, he never gets totally unreasonable. He's still very playful and stuff like that. He's, he's kind of a, a different guy anyway.
1: Which, that's interesting that they would evolve yeah. his character though. But I mean, yeah. I guess one of the things about this is if you keep rehashing the same film over and over and really yeah. Rocky two is like, you know, giving people what they wanted from Rocky one, like Rocky yeah. actually winning. Yeah. So, I mean that part, you know, mm-hmm. they sort of give things, and so Rocky III, I mean, if, if you don't have him evolve a bit as a character, like, it just, it becomes played out. Yeah. And they bring something interesting to it, but I think Rocky III was too good. Because mm-hmm. Rocky IV is very much, like, you know, same, but but higher stakes. Yeah. And it just ke- seems like they have to keep raising the stakes, but with a <laughs> very similar formula every time. Which is why they're probably using montages, because you're like, well, yeah. we've already done this, and the filming's already done, and we can make the movie cheap, so let's just yeah. make some money.
0: <laughs> So, That's good. Those, those gets. More montages, <laughs> right. but sir, there's we've we've covered everything. Montage the stuff you've already covered oh, again. This yeah. is
1: canon film 101 Oh, I know. just <laughs>
0: like,
1: bring it back. Anyways, <laughs> okay. all right. So so Polly does now feel uh, validated. Yeah, um, and things are pretty good. The one thing that happens, uh, and this this bugs me so badly, is he had that Rolex watch, and he yeah. throws the watch down because he's mad at Rocky, but they never pick it up. Oh yeah, like I actually want to drive. Get my time <laughs> machine. Go back there and pick up that. It's probably worth a fucking fortune. That was a
0: nice. It was a nice watch. Polly. Ugh. <clears throat> okay so they end up going back to his home yep uh oh uh oh.
1: there's a there's two two pieces of uh, uh that i wanted to bring into this yes, so, yes, yes. uh first they moved mickey in because mickey's getting a little bit older that's and right. one of polly's points of contention is you know yeah. what you you bring mickey in but you didn't even bring me in that's right that's so, right yeah. so they they bring polly in now so you know mickey's living with them and then polly is now living with them too so yeah he's
0: given a job and he's got a place to live keep going that's right um so uh uh I don't know if we're quite introduced. I think during the montages, uh, I think we also started to see bits of Clubber Lang.
1: Oh, this is true. Yeah. He's watching some of his defense fights. Yes. uh, And he's really, he's obviously evaluating him. Yes. And seeing what he's up against. But, you know, later when Clubber is confronting Rocky when his statue is unveiled, (laughs) he's got a lot of pretty valid points. And this is where you start to see uh, Rocky's confidence disintegrate. That's right. Because he's... He's, he's got an impression of himself as being one thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know that uh, that's actually true. Yeah.
0: Anyway, keep going. So, um, yeah. So, we are already introduced to Clever Lang. We know he's studying Rocky, and we can see bits of him also um, boxing, I think. And I think there might be one or two shots. This might be later. I'm not sure. But there's one or two shots of Clever Lang fighting in the ring, and Mickey's attending. Kind of incognito. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mickey's watching him while uh, as he's going up the ranks. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's so, right. he does have an impression of him, for sure. So again, that montage was so efficient. So I know. Rocky gets rich. Clubber yeah. does his scouting. Yeah. Mickey does his scouting. Yeah. and basically Polly gets a chance to see him succeed. Uh, yeah, but but really then gets frustrated with it. So yeah. a lot gets
0: compacted into that first kind of four minute montage. See, that's probably the best montage. I think so. it does. Like it is. There's so much information that gets conveyed, and they don't have to harp on it. They don't have to hit us over the head with it. Which nope. is nice. yeah. Um, I believe the next scene is now a title not a title fight, but a fight, a charity fight. Charity battle, that's right. So it is uh Rocky's gonna it's a total like uh piss-up kind of charity event, boxer versus wrestler.
1: Pretty novel. So this is yeah. right at the advent of WWF. Yeah, uh, at the time. time. Yeah. So you know, WWF is coming into play, and yeah. uh, one of the most popular guys, of course, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's a real American. Yeah. Uh, and so
0: fight for the rights of every
1: man. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulk Hogan comes walking in the ring, and he's playing a character called
0: Thunderlips. Right. The he's ultimate male. Oh, and he's got a stable of of
1: ladies. Ladies, yeah. He... Ah. He's got his
0: pimpy hat and his yeah. cape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty fun in this. <laughs> He is. um yeah so, so I did read um because they get into the ring together and it's meant to be kind of um it's it's meant to be a parody it's not meant to be a real fight right right but but I read um one thing that was interesting is that Hogan's pretty tall yes but they actually had him stand on a crate for the size up right kind of thing because Rocky literally comes up to his nipples <laughs> you know he <laughs> literally and you're like oh, really yeah uh. so that was kind of fun. But even when they're filming it,
1: like, you can definitely tell there's a height difference between the two. Like, oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's big dude. He is a big dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, the ring starts. you know, they, they, Polly jokes about it and uh, is like, this guy's an animal, you know, and stuff or like Mickey's that. Or Mickey's making
1: jokes, too. Like, Mickey's none joking. of them are taking it too, too seriously. What story. a circus
0: this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's not my Mickey. Dude, I can do it better. Mickey, hold on.
1: You're a bum rock.
0: What a circus this is. There you go. There that, is. That's the, Wah, wah, wah. No, okay. 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 Oh yeah, we were, we were talking about this too when you were watching. It's very hard to watch Burgess Meredith
1: yeah. and not have him deliver the lines as the Penguin. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: for anyone who grew up on that Batman, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty funny, and he's he he's actually super witty. Like a lot of yeah, Burgess it's... Meredith lines as they're oh. delivered are completely beautiful throwaways. He yeah, is, like, so his delivery is
0: awesome. He's great in that part absolutely so so the fight ensues yeah yep and um uh rocky you know they're kind of dancing around each other and, and rocky's kind of saying close to hogan's like hey I'll, I'll pretend to throw a couple of punches you know you try to grab me i'll dodge we'll, we'll give him a good show and hogan's just like you're dead <laughs> <laughs> totally. i got you for three minutes <laughs> <laughs> for macho man on this like That's just it, yeah and spider-man you know. <laughs> What's, what's funny too, and, and it's disappointing because I grew up watching Hogan. Yeah. I, I grew up watching the fucking cartoon. I know. Man, oh, know? Hogan's rock and wrestling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. And all that kind of thing. And um, he is like such an amazing personality. And maybe he was trying not to, maybe he was on a contract not to be Hogan. I and have it, a
1: feeling like they probably were, he was working really hard not to be that yeah. hyper animated, yeah. hyper energized like Hulk Hogan. That, because he does, like when you see him in front of a camera or you see him
0: in front of a microphone, most Ooh. notably, like yeah. the guy is just like a thousand percent. Oh, think about like the Gremlins too. Yeah. You know, in that theater scene, you know. Hey, you little gremlins, with your popcorn and your soda. (laughs) (laughs) Now you'll put on the movie right now. Or the Hulkster's going to put you in on. He's the Brian Beard of WWF. (laughs) Like, just a thousand. Like, just all of it, all the time. Um, But he's subdued in this. So, I think he is. Anyway, so they, they start fighting and stuff. And Hogan, like picks up Stallone and he's slamming
1: him around. He,
0: I, I feel like the character, Rocky,
1: probably was really hurt
0: in this. Like, he's oh. definitely bleeding at one point. But, oh, yeah. But, I mean, he was trying to fuck him up. Oh, yeah. So he's smacking him, bashing him. He's He does this, like, patented leg drop. Right, right. Gives him an elbow and it's just beating the shit out of him. And so Rocky gets tossed into the uh, crowd, and I think he gets, like, Polly or Mickey to take his gloves off. Correct. Like, right yeah. now
1: he knows that he's not doing any damage to the guy with
0: his gloves yeah. on, so he's he's going to have to hurt him back. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm fear for my life. Pretty basically. <laughs> so he gets him into a chokehold, right? Yep. Brings him down, down, and lands him. And he he's out. Yep. Kind of thing, right? And he wins the match. Yep. Actually... No, no, it's a tie. They
1: call it a draw, but it's it's not actually like he. So he throws him out of the ring, yeah, and then for sure, whatever. I think it was mostly just to ease to get to stop. Like that's it, and the announcer just with the mustache guy. Oh yeah,
0: with that awesome mustache.
1: Ridiculous. That was brilliant. That's that's a mustache ride that no one can go on. That's like a wet banana across his face. (laughs) Preposterous. But but yeah. So basically, they they throw it all down. It's finished. Yeah, Uh, but
0: uh, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. Mickey, okay, this is an ongoing theme, a very disturbing ongoing theme, is Mickey um, <clears throat> basically has like a mini heart attack right. during this, and, and people notice it too. They're like, oh, Mickey, Mickey, nobody ever once goes, maybe we should get you checked out, maybe we should go to the hospital, or something like that. Nope, 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 nope. No. So Mickey has a little mini heart attack. And but so he doesn't, he,
1: in fairness, he doesn't tell anyone. Like he, he yeah. has a moment and he yeah. kind of like clutches and you can tell like something's going on, like an angina
0: of some type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, he, but he keeps it quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and um, so, yeah, nice window. Like, okay, Mickey, he looks old, but now you're starting to see his health fade. Yep. And you're like, oh, shit, what is going to happen here? So Mickey has his first kind of indicator of poor health. Um Hogan then is like totally different. He's like, "Hey, good match." And and they get a picture and it's it's all fun and games and everybody's happy. Yep. Um then um <clears throat> so it's back to the mansion. Yeah. And basically they're getting ready
1: to go to something uh something out. Uh, yes. So they're getting all dressed up and and you know, they're kind of making arrangements for stuff. Yeah. And uh it turns out they're going to go to the unveiling of Rocky's statue.
0: Yeah. yeah. Then, then we get a quick... And this is, this kid, Rocky's kid, Rocky Jr. is his name. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, because it's just like the kid. Yeah. Hey, don't wake the baby.
1: Don't wake the... The baby, the kid, eh? Well, because they have that one like romantic scene with yeah. uh, earlier with Adrian oh, yeah. in the bedroom, and yeah. he's like, doo, 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 doo. And yeah. like do 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 do, and she's <laughs> like do 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 do, like she could not be more goony in this. I'm like, and, and it's it makes sense because you know in the in the original Rocky, like yeah. she's she's kind of a goon and kind of an oddball, and, yeah. But she sees something in Rocky, and he sees something in her, yeah. But trying to watch that moment play out, I'm like, this it, is neither romantic nor. I awkward. just want this to end.
0: <laughs> it's just Stop. awkward. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah, but so so the so, kid, yeah. Oh, and, sorry. What
1: the point I was gonna make is they're like, "Stone, you wake the kid."
0: Yeah, but they yeah. never say his name. They never say his name. Um, but they also like whenever Rocky is seen with his son, and they're trying to like, "Hey, let's have some shots to show Rocky's a good dad and things like that," and that's lovely. But ordinarily, he's he's trying to tell his kid like some variation of a, a fairy tale yep. that's totally off mark, like totally fucked up yeah. kind of thing. Like I think it's One, he's talking about the uh, uh, Goldilocks and three bears with Polly. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Yep. And 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 he's and the kid's like, what what happened to Goldilocks? He's like, oh, I don't know. She just disappeared. She fucked up. I don't. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Paul's like, yeah, they came and arrested her for breaking and entering. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) she got three to five.
1: (laughs) I know. I've done that time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I shared a cell with Goldilocks. (laughs) Oh, that porridge was just right. (laughs) It's just. Yeah. yeah, so so they're off to the statue, right?
1: Right, and uh, it, it, so interestingly, <clears throat> this is where um, Rocky announces not only like he's honestly obviously honored by yeah. you know this Philadelphia doing this, and this is a, this is a huge moment for him considering mm-hmm. where he was. He even says like three years ago to now, that's a pretty dramatic rise. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he also announces that he's going to retire. Tire. Yeah. And this is a big deal. I mean, uh, you could tell he's not 100% confident in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that he's maybe just come to terms with. Yeah. And can see that he's going to have a, f-
0: a financially secure future without having to box anymore. In That's right. Again, like this is not that Rocky from Rocky 1 in a lot of ways. He's, you know, he's he's being like financially fiscal. He's being very smart with his health and his future. He's this like good dad and stuff like that. And and it's it's an evolution and it's cool. Like I don't mind that.
1: And you can really sort of get the sense, especially from the rest of the dialogue that that ensues, is that Mickey was doing this for him. Yeah. Like, Mickey was creating this for him because I think he probably saw that if you are going to be that guy and you're going to fight and fight and fight, at some point, you're going to lose it. Yeah. You're going to lose your brain because yeah. it's going to get so punished and turned into mush. And I don't think he started with a lot of, like, excess brain to, like, throw <laughs> around to the
0: masses if he needed to. Well, it actually happened in the later right. Rocky movies. That's, yeah. it, that's exactly it. Yeah. So I think Mickey does a
1: lot of the things that he's doing at, as a father. I mean, I, I know yeah. we're going to talk about parenting at the end, and, yeah. and you can probably tell where I'm going to go with this. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> he is. He's trying to protect his kid. Yeah. Effectively.
0: Absolutely.
1: How, however, all of this is kind of ruined by guess who?
0: Yeah. Kabbaling. K- K- that's right. Yeah. Hey you a fool. Yep. Hey, hey, sweet lady. Kinda of thing. Like he starts hitting on Adrian and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Why don't you come over for a real man? Come over to my apartment. I'm in 5B. Right. don't wake the landlady. It's always specific. But he's he's like, I want you. I want you, I want to take you, kind of
1: thing. Well, and he also, he really alludes to the fact that he thinks that these weren't real defense That's titles. Right. Like, he really yeah. does kind of call them out and say, look, these were chumps, these were all setups, yeah. uh, these were guys who were past their prime, and I don't think Rocky had ever clued into that. And, yeah. it, I mean, he, he even comes back to Mickey later and says, was it true? Like, yeah. So, not only, so you've had up a really good point. You know, here's Rocky as a changed human. You know, yeah. he's not he's not the raw Rocky anymore. Now he's like... Corporate Rocky mm-hmm. and Corporate Rocky is making decisions uh, to be something that he's not. That's right. And I think as part of that metamorphosis, he's really like he's built himself a structure. Yeah. And suddenly now the structure is breaking. Yeah. The structure is losing its foundation. Yeah. And so this is the the toppling of it, right? Like this yeah. is the first kind of like major foundational piece that gets removed. That's right. So now he's starting to question all of these decisions. And the first thing he does the moment he's challenged is what?
0: Oh uh he well he he ret- oh. he says yes let's yeah yeah he yeah. agrees to the fight he agrees yeah. to fight with clever
1: because he's like yeah. fuck this he goes back to his primal instinct that's right and everyone else has to kind of rein him back in
0: that's right yeah they almost get into it right there that's it <clears throat> that's right sorry and um absolutely he's like yeah um fine you want this let's do this right so yep. he agrees to it even though mickey kind of really tries to sway him well and he also tells him if you yeah. do this
1: i quit i'm yeah. done he's All finished right. Because Mickey's done everything he can to kind of give him a pathway forward, and he's given yeah. him all the proper instructions. Yeah. And in spite of all of Mickey's good work, Rocky, Rocky's still going to be Rocky. Yeah. So anyway, exactly. Mickey says, fuck this, I'm yeah. taking off,
0: yeah. runs back to the house, and he starts packing. Yeah. He, he's out of there, man. Like, he's he's taking off. He just want to see him get, get crushed, and, and he knows. Not just physically. That's not about that, you know, because he will get physically punished. That's the name of the game. But just emotionally, what is that gonna be like? Yep. Yeah. To just to just take that blow and and you're right, Mickey's like, I just wanna protect you. And,
1: and he I mean, really there was a hard truth that he shares with Rocky and when he gets back to the house, and it's this whole thing about Yeah, you're not a killer anymore. Yeah. Because he's seen Clubber. He knows how deadly Clubber can be. Yeah. And so he literally tells him, like, you you don't have a kid, you're gonna get murdered. Yeah. And so again, another peg yeah. has been knocked out of Rocky's foundation. So he thinks yeah. he's one thing and he is not anymore. And so this whole elaborate identity that he's creating for himself as corporate Rocky, yeah. it's all n- now on implosion. Yeah. And the worst part is, as we move forward with it, you know, he tries to still cling to corporate Rocky. That's right. Uh and you know, he's doing the things that he kind of thinks that happens and this is ultimately why he fails. Yeah. And why you need to destroy corporate Rocky That's it. to be able to get to OG Rocky.
0: That's it. And yep. they use a lot mm-hmm. of this this line and I really mm-hmm. love it because it's it it's so apt and perfect for what they're doing is you're just not hungry anymore right yeah mm-hmm. and it's true he's he's not
1: well you know what's hungry huh? what's starving all the time tigers
0: <laughs> tigers are hungry baby especially for oh, eyes oh my god and does that ever used man i mean apollo <laughs> uses it like eight or nine thousand times oh my god like, oh yeah I, I think
1: he only knew like four lines of dialogue Or have to have in the whole I the tiger baby that's right tiger eyes that's it are you talking to adrian yeah uh, whatever yeah.
0: No. You put a beef bone in there, you get a soup. My oh my god! So
1: <laughs> if anyone's watched uh, Arrested Development and just oh, watching um, Carl Weathers, he is so fucking funny. funny. the show, yeah. Um, so yes, that's another thing watching him in this, where I'm like, <laughs> I know, that's uh, yeah, pretty good.
0: <laughs> but um, you're right. So so um, he convinces. He finally convinces Mickey to do it, and it's weird. Like I think again, like Mickey just can't say no to Rocky because he's he's he, he feels like a, a, a father figure to him. Mm -hmm. as well right and so that's that makes sense that mickey finally acquiesces and it's funny because mickey says but we do it my way rock yeah
1: we're gonna do it my way which might have actually saved him like had he gone back to og rock as opposed to corporate rock and it's it's mickey's fault that that rocky not fault but i think mickey made corporate rocky possible yes and i think the one of the things he says which i actually thought was really interesting and i hadn't hadn't landed on before was he goes that fight with apollo should have killed you yeah and so, in Mickey's mind, yeah. he was, this is the only way to save him from himself. Yeah. So, you know, and now going up against a killer, like oh. someone even more deadly than Apollo, mm-hmm. like there's no way he should survive. Yeah. Anyway. That's right. So, he does agree to train him. Yeah. Uh, he has not disclosed his health issues. No. But, uh, they, you're right. He tries to say, we'll do it my way. We're going to go old school. Yeah. And what does Rocky do?
0: He goes and he hires this big hall and press, and he, he's he got people selling fucking merch while he's training and oh, taking yeah. pictures and shit. Totally. Like, it is just a joke. Yeah, right? pretty much.
1: And he's not really doing all that much. Like, there's a few uh, moments interspersed here and there where he's kind of pulling Mickey on his bike, you know, kind of yeah. like he used to. Yeah. A couple good um, spars that he has that are not, you know, not too bad. Yeah. But if you watch how he's training and you watch how Clubbers' training, like, oh, yeah. basically, Clubbers, like, you know mm. oh yeah mm.
0: seriously he, he is yeah grunt training that's right? it, it, it like, is. i would hate to be training around him i'm like <laughs> you're gonna be okay man like jesus your colon <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah the very good contrast of how uh yeah rocky trains it and so it, it they, they do their training and it's the night of the bout that's it yep yeah
1: so, Ricky share, shares with Rocky, you know what, he's really proud of him, yeah. and he wants him to be, like, uh, proud of himself. Like, I think he's trying to instill that last bit of fatherly confidence into him. Yeah. And so, what was really interesting, and I loved watching this, was you see them in the dressing rooms before yeah. the fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rocky's like, he's kind of, you know, working with the media, and he's yeah. really comfortable and stuff, and, you know, he seems, like, really at ease. I think he's actually quite confident in his ability to go through with this fight. Yeah. But you see Clubber in his dressing room. He's just, he's pacing back and forth like a caged... Tiger. Uh, and just, <laughs> but, you know, he yeah. could not be more uncomfortable. He doesn't yeah. want this media. He wants to get into his head. Yeah. He wants to think about a strategy. He's doing all the things. Yeah. You know, they're probably someone who is going to, uh,
0: you know, have a battle plan for this. Mm-hmm. He's got one.
1: Yeah. You could tell. And this is all messing up with kind of his
0: vibe. So he, he basically chases the media out. Smashes their cameras. Yep. 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 Kicks them out. So, um, uh, yeah. And, and Mickey's like trying to give Rocky, like, yeah, some more advice and things like that. But then he, he doubles over. Yeah, And he literally starts having a heart attack and Rocky's like, cancel the fight, cancel the fight. This is, um, it's Mickey, we got to, we got to help him. We got to help him.
1: Well, and again, I think part yeah. of what makes Clubber so effective is not only he's a great fighter, but he's also a great psychological fighter. Yeah. So this happens on the stairway where he actually has that exchange with Rocky and that's what puts Mickey oh, into yeah. the heart attack. So, I that's mean, it. part of his strategy is, you know, psychologically disarm yeah. him. Uh And it's interesting because when he goes after Mickey and he kind of goes after, you know, where effectively Rocky's heart is. Yes. It's like Mickey is having a heart attack, but Mickey is Rocky's heart. Ooh. So, you know, that attack is actually Ooh. what gives Rocky sort of a psychological heart attack.
0: Yes! And why he's
1: not able to focus on this because of that, that wound that happened. So, Clover's quite ingenious, actually.
0: They both have a heart attack. Kind before of. the. Sh- that's awesome! Kind yeah! Of, yeah. Um, heart attacks are not awesome. No, <laughs> no. Not, not.
1: There's nothing great about them. Yeah. Except when they connect
0: tissue-wise yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in, in, in okay. the milieu of the film. Well, they help our metaphors. Correct. Uh, flesh up. Um, yeah, so this happens, um, yeah, Mickey's like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, and he gets onto the table, and, uh, he's not okay. No! He looks
1: rough. Yeah, Yeah. but but he does one kind of last noble act, and it's to convince Rocky to go and finish the fight. That's right. So, you know what, he's like, just go get it done, you're gonna win it, don't worry about it, all of this unsettlement that you have, you can't focus on me, you have to focus on the fight. Yeah. And he tries to give him something just to give him the the strength to get out there and get it over with. Yeah. Because what, I think what Mickey's plan is... Survive this, get it done, then he can say that it's over with, yeah. and then the whole thing is wrapped up.
0: Yeah, and maybe he knows he's dying and gonna die. So maybe he's like, I just wanna die with a clear conscience, right? Could or be. something like that, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, Rocky shook, and so he enters the ring, right? Uh, happens to be on ringside, a celebrity uh, to help announce this fight, a celebrity that Rocky knows very well.
1: Oh, yeah. His yeah. old nemesis, <laughs> Apollo Creed. That's right. Yeah, so um, Apollo, Apollo's there, and you know he's, yeah. he's uh, obviously Apollo was kind of like, and I, I don't know. Again, the the Rocky two as well as probably I should. Yeah. But I mean, he, I guess he was kind of a money guy, right? Like he oh, liked yeah. the fame, he liked the attention. Uh, Carl Weathers like he's a handsome man, like oh, so. Yeah. You know what? I think he kind of plays that part really well. Yeah. But what's nice is that it's not just about that. Yeah. Like obviously he has enough of a conscience, he has yeah. enough compassion, and he sees kind of. Um, the good in Rocky yeah. and so he's a good hearted person he just happens to like like the dough
0: yeah it, exactly he's such a cool character yeah. uh, so uh, um, the fighters into the ring and Apollo actually gets into the ring and goes and, and wants to shake hands with uh, Clever right yeah and Clever wants none of it <laughs> no been. get out of here yeah get in my face
1: yeah he's a total dick to him too yeah. and then so then um, Clever goes back to his trainer yeah. Chuck Berry yeah <laughs> I don't know why I thought this I was watching the movie I was like Oh my God! He looks just a little bit like Chuck Chuck Berry. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So, well, I mean, he had a guitar
1: as well. That's that story, right. So. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so they, yeah, so they, they, kind of go into their corners. They're yeah. kind of doing their thing. Um, yeah, and so basically the the fight starts. Yeah. And what's interesting, and you pointed this out, yeah. is that there's not a single block. <laughs> like Rocky comes
0: out, and it's just headshot, headshot, body yeah. blow, body blow. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much every punch lands 100 from both of them yeah you know but um and this is the efficiency of this movie because the fight is awesome like the angles the the um the way it's it's choreographed the way it's the the foley you know of the punches which i don't know what they're using for foley but it's like yeah someone going through it's like a slab of meat falling from 100 feet up. Oh, my every God. Bunch. It is just like whack. Yeah. It's, like, but it's, it's serious.
1: It's super epic. So we're watching it yeah. uh, with Jules, Tristan's wife. Huh. And she's just like, oh, this fight is awesome. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. It was really cool to hear. But, you know, then you start to think to yourself, are they actually getting hit? Because it sounds so raw and so yeah. painful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it's really, really good.
0: good. But that's it. When you get someone who actually has experience as a boxer, like yep. they're able to sell something really well. But the fight actually, well, okay. So the fight, it turns really quick. And right before, when they're doing the stare down, yep. Rocky can't look at Clubber in the eyes. That's true. He can't. He's looking everywhere, but there. And then Clubber says, you're dead meat or something like that, right? And um, the, the fight literally lasts a round and a half. Yep. And then Rocky's down. Totally. Kale.
1: He absolutely gets yeah. destroyed. Uh-huh. What I thought was interesting is what, the mat, it's Rocky's mat. Like it's, yeah. The symbol is Rocky's. I yeah. mean, it's like, he, he was favored in every single way to win this. And yes. he just got... Totally destroyed. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah.
0: he can't win unless he's the underdog, though. Yeah. That's it. And that's number two. Absolutely. That's number three. That's number four. Yep. That's number five. That's subsequent. He literally cannot win unless he's the underdog.
1: Well, the formula for the uh, the first two movies is what makes up the third right so uh, I mean he becomes a challenger yeah. uh, is unable to win yeah. then overcomes it and wins and yeah. so it's the same thing you're right like it keeps repeating itself but they're just condensing the formula down with much yeah, less no, material no, so my touch, my touch, it, it, it <laughs> took us two movies to get him to a win now it's going to take us one now it's going to take us you know 30, 30 minutes third. and like a, a yeah. series of other footage
0: so, so yeah, Rocky's just pummeled, and Clubber wins the title. Yep. But during the fight, though, we keep flashing back to the locker room, and, and there's finally a doctor shows up. What the up, fuck? You know what? to treat Mickey? He's, this guy's on death's door, man. Like, somebody should do something. It's like, you're a doctor. Yeah. No, no, I'm Union. I'm going for my smoke break. But when I get back... <laughs> he's smoking while he's looking. at <laughs> you okay, buddy? Like, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. You know, you're a pretty good ashtray. <laughs> Let me just bet this. just yeah. rifling his pockets, like, <laughs> but but Adrian's there with Mickey, and she's like, "Oh, Mickey, like get him to a fucking seriously hospital. get hysterical.
1: You're hysterical ninety percent of this film. Like, <laughs> fuck, use that hysteria to get some fucking treatment for this dying like seriously? old man.
0: Like, yeah, it's no. pretty, it's pretty wild. So yeah, Rocky finds his way back yep. to the locker room, and, and Mickey's on death's door.
1: Yep, yep. yeah, but you know, so. Here's where, you know, Rocky does a bit of a mercy, too, because I think he reads the scene pretty well, and he can yeah. kind of tell, like, you know what, Mickey's going to die. Yeah. And so, as as Mickey's asking him, like, how did we do? And he's like, oh, you know, uh, it was a knockout. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, good. And he's like, uh, in the second round, and, you know, he kind of yeah. gives him gives him the details of it, but not that it was him that got knocked yeah, out. Yeah. And then, I thought this was super interesting, but, you know, Mickey says, so so then we did it. We did everything right.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think it's... It's kind of like strange that he would do that, but I think mm. you know he wants to be that perfect dad. He wants to do the right things for his kid. Yeah. Uh, in the case, in this case, Rocky, and so for him knowing now that he is going to die, yeah. I think you're right. It kind of clears his conscience a little bit and yeah. says, "You know what? I did everything I could for my kid."
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. It yeah.
0: Was, it was a little bit sad. It was very well sad. not a little bit sad. It was incredibly sad. <laughs> oh yeah!
1: <laughs> Holy smokes, he was such a great character.
0: Well, and then they they crank it up to eleven with sad montage.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're off to the we're off to the morgue.
0: Yeah, where uh, Mickey's yeah. Jewish. He yeah. has
1: like a they have a Jewish ceremony for him. Yeah, uh, where Rocky has to read some of the passages from yeah. the Torah. Yeah, and then basically, yeah, he he, but but Rocky's destroyed. Like he's oh, yeah. this is absolutely devastating to him. And now there's a, a link. Yeah. So now defeat is linked to Mickey's death. Yes, and so he's got a lot of stuff to overcome. And you know, in his grief. <clears throat> He goes on his motorbike and he's kind of trying to find ways to you know to vent this this devastating grief that's haunting him and so he goes to his statue yeah and this is a cool scene where he like takes his helmet and whips it at the statue yeah you know he hates what he's become he hates corporate rocky now yeah because that that lifestyle that direction has failed him so badly and it's so much yeah. that he lost one of the people that means the most to him mm-hmm. I love, I don't know how they must have staged it, but maybe they loosened it ahead of time. But when the visor kind of flings off, yeah. when it breaks, you're like, holy shit, he threw that super hard. Anyway. Yeah. I thought it was a nice effect. So you've seen the statue in real life. I have seen the statue in real life. Yeah. So uh, this last year in 2022, we, I had a work trip to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, what? I got to do this. <laughs> so, you know, in the in, you know, original Rocky, like he runs up the stairs to the Philadelphia building and, you know, jumps up and down up there as they're doing the original Bill Conti music to, yeah. you know going to fly now
0: getting stronger oh yeah
1: <laughs> and so me and my uh, my work colleague uh, megan we both ran up there and we were like jumping around i'm like hey, this is fucking fun
0: that's awesome yeah i got
1: like a cool picture with the statue and <clears throat> the statue's at the bottom now so that people yeah. aren't like constantly running <laughs> up and down the stairs with a bunch of idiots so yeah, yeah exactly so it was cool but um yeah it was really it's neat i mean i think there's a lot of things that are happening right now to rocky that yeah. he's just trying to process
0: yeah uh, yeah, so he's he's trying to work this out. And um, uh, do we get a montage of Clubberline defending his title in some fights? Maybe, maybe not. I can't remember.
1: I think it comes up in the bit. But, you know, yeah. again, as as Rocky's doing his soul searching, yeah. you see that sign for Mighty Mix Boxing, which is where yeah. he got his start. That's it. And so he decides that he's going to go visit his old gym. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, trying to find things to latch back into to try to get past this grief, try to yeah. get past this fear. Yeah. And who should run into, bud?
0: It's uh, Carl Weathers. It's uh, Apollo Creed, correct? Yeah. And what's 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 Apollo got in mind for Rocky? Well, it's time to uh, do a rematch. Hmm. It's time to do a rematch, but 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 something different. None of this corporate shit. We're gonna do it. Chicago style. Oh gosh.
1: No, <laughs> kidding. The Sean Connery, like yeah. Yeah.
0: that's a Chicago winner. That's a Chicago style, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, bring a knife to a boxing match. <laughs> that's, oh. Uh, I think you I think you would win. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so so Carl convinces Rocky for a rematch,
1: right? Totally. And so I think Clubber's up for it. Oh yeah. um, and you know, it's kind of. sort of I mean he takes I, a
0: bit of convincing. Yeah, Clubber? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, I'm looking a rematch. He's, he's a has been. I'm not going to do it.
1: Well, I think he's happy to do it because he doesn't actually think he's a challenge. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, for him, it's like, okay, we could do it, but whatever. You're going to lose. Yeah,
0: you're nothing.
1: <clears throat> and it's funny, the, the reason I was mentioning about Apollo and being for money, I think one of the ways that he's trying to sell this is not that he has a genuine affection for Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think he actually does have a genuine affection, but the way that he sells it to Rocky is like, hey, you know what? We can get like a huge ticket for this. And, you know, yeah. you know, um, you know, this, I can make some money off of this. And I think he's just trying to do it to sort of be facetious. Yeah. But I think there's... And you can see this throughout the whole rest of the film. Yeah. There's a genuine affection between those two. Oh, even though yeah. they were rivals at one point.
0: I wonder, too, that... Because um, Apollo was really good for boxing. He was a great personality. drew a lot of people. <clears> and, and it was kind of like, you know, he was the... Uh, the kind of positive force of boxing he handed that over to rocky who was another positive influence positive force yeah for boxing but now now the face of boxing is like this animal right it's Clubber Lang and right. things like that so maybe that's something too you know like he worked hard to 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 elevate boxing and he, he maybe he thinks it's going to be it's going to be dragged a bit with this this fella
1: Totally, and and what's um, this? There's a sort of a theme that starts to come out of from this part of the movie and moving forward. Yeah, <clears throat> when Paulie is talking about him fighting Clubber again, yeah, he's like he's gonna crucify him. Yeah, and so they start to use a lot of very religious, very Jesus-like illusions. Uh, like they're trying to sort of uh, say, you know what, this is. There's no way this is gonna happen. And then it yeah. sort of seems like there is a bit of a resurrection of, um, you know, Brocky coming back to his original oh, yeah. form, right? Yeah. So he, there really is a death and a rebirth that comes out of this whole transformation that's as he's trying to be one thing and then is reborn back into his original self. That's and right. you made a great point about the music, and we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, yeah. But um, you also mentioned, and this is true, this is where a lot of the discussion around, you know what, um, you lost your edge. Yeah. You don't look hungry. Yeah. When I first met you, you had that yeah. eye of the tiger. Eye of the tiger. Now you get your edge back. Yeah. Eye of the tiger, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, so he's... He, you know, uh he convinces Rocky to do this, um, but he says, Well, we gotta go and train where I train. Right. We gotta train like uh to get that fire back. Right kind of thing, the eye back, the Yep. tiger eye. <laughs> so um so yeah, he convinces Rocky to go to uh Chicago. Right. And go to his old gym, which and and incidentally, this is where Clever Lang trained. Correct. Yeah, from Chicago. Well, in real life, actually, Mr. T's from yeah. Chicago. So yeah, yeah. There you are. They kinda of built that into his story too. That's cool. Yeah. But this is an ongoing theme in Rocky as well. And I have to look at number two again. But he also gets his superpowers back when he trains in um, the other, the opponent's world.
1: Right, so it's almost like he absorbs yes their cachet from the location that they're from.
0: He does. He is like he becomes a, one of them. He's a the man yeah. of the people. He what's what's it? What's his name from Red Dragon? Uh, Edward Norton and Red Dragon is uh, uh, oh, where he's like able to absorb people's personalities. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Layers.
1: We're just peeling this in.
0: Oh, and it's making me cry. Oh, oh. terrible. <laughs> so they head to Chicago. It's him, Adrian. Uh, Apollo and eventually Apollo's trainer. Right. Well, and Polly. Polly's. Oh, Polly's there too.
1: Because this is where we really land on Polly's racism. Oh yes. <laughs> There's no shortage oh. of it.
0: It's really bad. Oh boy. Yeah. Polly is extremely racist and never gets any punished for it. Which oh is Polly. Yeah. But they also leave the kid. This right. Oh yeah. Who do they leave him with? Just some nanny. nanny. <laughs> Okay. You look after yourself now. Huh? Okay. I left a stack of fairy tales there for you. you you're six now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was another one. He was talking about Pinocchio, right? Oh, He's that's like, right. Oh yeah, and his nose gets bigger when he lies. It's like, why does he do that? I don't, I read the story. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Pretty close. <clever. laughs> anyway, so they head off to Chicago. Yep. Right. And uh, first thing they do is they stop off, they're all in suits and things like that, and they stop off at Apollo's gym, just this rundown, it's seedy, it's, yeah. seedy. It, it's it, you know, it is like the underground boxing area. Yeah, and and the reason that that Paul so uncomfortable is that every boxer in there is black, yeah, there's like
1: 30 shirtless black men yeah <laughs> just kind of staring them down and all them are ripped up and look like he just brought them like
0: a snack i don't know <laughs>
1: honestly it was just like yeah you could not be more fish out of water in that moment and, yeah. and you could tell like they're all a little bit uncomfortable and it was meant yeah. to be that way but yeah that was such a
0: record scratch <laughs> oh for sure
1: yeah yeah for sure Yeah, so (laughs) anyway, you know, then, you know, Creed kind of takes him in, and you can see Polly's uncomfortable. Rocky's, like, trying to manage Polly a little bit, but you can tell he's a little bit uncomfortable too, and and really, Apollo's like, hey, look, these are the guys who had the look that you had. Yeah. They're hungry for it. They were, you know, guys who are out there who would do anything to win, you know, obviously the right way, but just like, you know what, they have that hunger, and you need to get that hunger back. Yeah. And so when Apollo actually leaves Rocky for a moment to go and talk to these guys, I mean, all the tension just dissipates and everyone's yeah. like super cool and you know, I think these kind of caught him off guard but yeah. you know what, these are guys who love fighters and they love boxing and they're yeah. probably huge enthusiasts and then even when, uh, you know, Apollo welcomes Rocky into it, like everyone's super cool about it yeah. and I think this is where, you know, it's a really good lesson because I think we all have preconceptions about certain things. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, here you are in, in sort of foreign turf and you feel like a fish out of water. Yeah. But just being genuine and being open. I mean, suddenly everyone was like, they had a collective love for, for boxing and, yeah. and for something that kind of tethers them together.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, now start the training montage. 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 Right. <laughs> so there's, there's like a number of montages Correct. here. And of course, <clears throat> um, you know Rocky is physically incredible shape, right? Yep. But it's more than that. There's a mental game, and his mental game is fractured.
1: Yeah. Right? You see him looking around, and he's always trying to get affirmation from the people who knew Mickey. Yeah. So he's looking at Adrian. He's looking at Polly, He's trying to check to see if he's doing the right things. Like, yeah. But he's never committed to it. Like he's always kind of half out the door.
0: Yes. <clears throat>
1: exactly. And I think you know, and they talk about this a lot. And it's, it's his big reveal later on when he, you know, there's the running scene on the beach. They're going along, and Apollo's trying to, you know, get him to go, yeah. and eventually he just kind of. Stops. Yeah, stops. Yeah. And, and he listlessly like kind of walks to the ocean and, and Adrian really calls him out. And the big thing that's holding him back is the fear. It's this, yes. this massive fear. And that, you know, that Mickey lied to him and that he was never being honest or legit. Yeah. You know, that he was never the, the fighter that he actually thought that he was. Mm-hmm. That everything that he has now he's going to lose. lose. I mean, he's yeah. just when he was and <laughs> he said himself just some bum, yeah. He didn't care because he had nothing to lose. Now he's got everything to lose. And he's worried about losing Adrian and, you know, all the money yeah. and stuff.
0: Well, they've got, and they've got everything there to set him up for success. They have this hardcore gym, right? They've got Apollo and Apollo's trainer that are like really driving him. And one of the most important things that the, he has is those short, short shorts. Yes. And that cutoff mid-drift. <laughs> well, this is it.
1: The reason Apollo wins the race in the first time is because he's in the half mid-drift shirt and Rocky's in a full shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, it's the wind resistance that's keeping him back. But the minute you're right, the Rocky gets his own like kind of half shirt. Like... You know, he's a rocky girl in the rocky world. I mean, he, yeah. then suddenly he's like fast as fuck and he's yeah. moving around and he's getting all the moves and everything. But, yeah. you know, once there's this catharsis where he can finally get rid of the theory yeah. and voice what's yeah. holding him back, yeah. suddenly it changes. And you made the point about the music. Yeah. So
0: it was, every every montage was scored with "I, the Tiger. Right. Okay. Every montage. And, and even the ones where he's failing, he's failing, right? And he's just not getting it and getting it. And um, eventually, and, and you brought this up on the beach when Adrian kind of like convinces him, and it's a great scene. Yeah. Right. Like she she lays it down, and he even says like, "How did you get so strong?" Kind of thing, right? Like yeah. he acknowledges that that she's right. Everything she says is exactly right. Yep. And that's true for every wife. Everything they say. <sighs> oh my is god. Exactly There's right. no
1: pandering on the podcast. We're <laughs> gonna make a deliberate line here where you just. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so yeah. Shape. Yeah. Um, and, and finally, when she has this talk to him and he's and he realizes he's not gonna lose everything, yeah. the montage changes. And the reason it changes is that the music now becomes the Rocky
1: theme. Right, so it's all the Bill
0: Conti music. Yes.
1: And so suddenly well, Bill Cosby music.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting
1: stronger. <laughs> the G1 and the
0: Roofie. <laughs>
1: No, uh, oh no. no. Too soon. Um <laughs> yeah. so no, you're right. So then he's in it now. You yeah. know what? He has not he doesn't have that fear of losing everything. He That's can become original Rocky and again there's this resurrection yeah. of him from corporate Rocky back to OG Rocky. Yeah. And honestly, he is amazing now. Like he's he's back in before he was having trouble doing some of the rhythm moves yeah, that, you know,
0: yeah. uh, that Apollo and the trainer were getting to do. Cause and Paul even says, like, he doesn't dance, he's he's sick, he sticks there and he just he punches. That's what he does. Yeah, he's just right? a slugger. He's a slugger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? He managed to do all of these things. And then, you know, he's having trouble swimming, then he's getting playful in the water, and you know, really, he's back. He really is. Yeah. Um But, you know, it's big fight night yeah that's right Start well even
0: before much. that okay. we get to see Polly's transformation so at first he's he's a heavy racist he's a drinker he's awful and now he's exactly the same right. <laughs> there is no no movement on that needle in a huge <laughs> no no in a huge move though he does kiss a black man he
1: does he gives the one I think he gives a, a, the trainer a kiss on the cheek
0: eventually yeah, yeah. Oh, he and he cups play. his balls he, like he can't see it it's a deleted scene but he goes in for a, a really respectful cupping well <laughs> gross <laughs> So thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh yeah, it's, it's fight night. Yep. Exactly.
1: So you know, um, so the first is the interview with um with Clubber. Yeah. And he's talking a little bit about his predictions and what he thinks is gonna happen. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't hate Rocky Balboa, but I pity the fool. Yeah. And so this is where that tagline, this was written by Stallone, but that's that's T's tagline, like yeah. Forevermore.
0: Yeah. Um, exactly. Yep. T M.
1: Yep Mr. So T. Your prediction yeah. for the night?
0: Yeah. pain pain it was a really well, it's good, a was great a really good line. line oh <laughs> my god because it's right a tight close-up just of his mouth and his eye yep. pain. And yeah pain
1: yeah i'm like he's gonna get beat to shit, shit. again like, he's got yeah. all
0: this work and he's just gonna get yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah for <laughs> and, sure and mr t he is again like just in unbelievable shape like, yep. and he looks mean yep. and this is it like the fight before uh, and you said this at the beginning, the fight before uh, he fought Rocky, I think Rocky was around 202, oh, 202. Two. That's two right. 202. Yeah. And uh, uh, which, there was a great line by Mickey, too, then. What was it? Like, um, what did he say? Like, uh, 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 shit. I can't remember, but it was something about his weight. And then the announcer was like, Rocky Baboa weighing in at 202. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. the, the context of that, but it was a great Burgess Meredith line. Like, just awesome. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I should have wrote it down. Somewhere. No worries. Anywho, so yeah, it is. It is the fight scene, and Apollo comes in uh, to talk to Rocky really quick, and he ends up giving him his uh, boxing shorts. That's right. He gives him yeah. his leather
1: shorts that he had the last time that they fought. Yeah. And at the time, this is interesting because uh, Rocky's in a yellow robe. Yeah. But when he actually goes out, he's in a white robe. Yeah. So it, again, we talk about like you know, Lord of the Rings and Gandalf yeah. the White, and, yeah. and so this idea of resurrection. Like yeah. it's almost like he's. Um, Angelic. That's it. Or, or he's, you know, he's he's protected by the gods.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's uh, <laughs> oh, also oh. Uh, when we uh, Rocky goes into
1: the ring.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't remember seeing this in the in the first time he fought Clubber Lang, but he actually kneels down and prays.
0: He does too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he prays to himself. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But but yeah. Right almost immediately as soon as they get back in the ring, Clubber's back to his old tricks and he's trying yeah. to get back inside. That's his head. right. And so he goes after Apollo and gives him a shove. Yeah. Like he's literally trying to use the same kind of tactics that unsettled him for the first fight. Yeah. Because he plays on two fronts. He does a physical game, but he also has yeah. a psychological game. Trying to attack Rocky's heart. Correct. Yes. yes. Actually, that's interesting that um that Apollo would be his heart now. Yeah. And I think that kind of does make sense because he brings something back to him. Yes. He and does. he gives him part of that OG Rocky back. Yes. Like, here's one person that was such a, like, a milestone for him or such a, a pivotal challenge. Yeah. And to overcome that and to still have his, like, faith. Yeah. And to, and to still have his endorsement and to have that um, that
0: relationship. Yeah.
1: I think it's, yeah. I think that's a perfect analogy.
0: Again, like, <clears throat> this, there's a lot to this movie, which is awesome. Uh, so, um, and, and another thing when they do the stare down. Rocky doesn't flinch. No, no, doesn't no. no. Flinch. In fact, um I think Clubber Langs is something like, um, uh I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna punish you, or something like, like that. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Do it. Yep. Yeah.
1: And I think he kind of lands on a strategy too, because when when he, when Clubber when he's not phased, Clubber kind of has a bit of a moment too, where he's kind of like maybe expecting something different from Rocky. Yeah. And it's literally as he keeps taunting him yeah. that he ends up getting his edge back.
0: That's right. <clears> yeah. So Anyway, first round. Oh, first round comes out and um, Rocky's explosive, and he is ducking and weaving, and he and he, he actually uses a dodge, right, and a block, and a block. <laughs> he gets yeah. blocks. Well, him. eventually uses a block, but yeah. this one he's dodging around, and so Clubber barely lands a hit, and totally. Rocky dominates that round. Yeah, absolutely yeah. dominates it, and he's like, all right, he's dancing, he's fast, and it shakes Clubber a little bit. Yep. It's a new Rocky. Next round same old tricks yeah i yeah. no,
1: clubber's out and he's hot on this one he oh, you yeah. know kind of sees what he's trying to do and yeah. you know he, and then he finally starts to land some of his punches and he's getting yeah. he's getting some shots in for sure yeah and so it's it's you know and you sort of think oh my gosh okay all the good things that happen in round one rocky's abandoned now yeah and he's gonna go back for another beating
0: yeah
1: um so end, end of round two
0: i think he oh. almost gets a tko in that round two it, he that knocks he, it, gets knocked down twice yeah yeah yeah
1: that's right. If he, if he falls down the third time, you were saying this way we were watching, then that's yeah. it. He's done. Yeah. So he does. He does manage to get up twice. But I think what was really important is he gets up twice. Yeah. Like, he, he was so terrified of getting hit from him because of how hard he got beat the first one. Yeah. That there's this fear that if he goes down once, he'll never be able to get back up again. Yeah. But he actually manages to pull himself up yeah. two subsequent times. And after he does that, he really lands on this theme of you're not so bad. Yeah. You're not, you're not so tough. And I think... It's hearing that 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 now he's in Clubber's kitchen. Like yeah, he's completely messed up his psychological strategy. Yeah, where Clubber has never been challenged or never had anyone kind of get up from beating like that before. Oh yeah, to have him
0: think, oh my God, maybe I'm not who I think I am. Yeah, and he's and and third round, Rocky's talking smack too. Totally. Yeah. That's all you got? That's all you got kind of thing. Like he's egging him on, he's taunting him. Again, this fight is energized. It is so exciting. And Rocky's like he's dodging like crazy and Clubber yeah, can't land it a hit until Clubber like it.
1: throws him into a corner and then you know starts to pound on him a little bit. But even yeah. in the beatings, Rocky never goes down. Like he no. never actually after that one round where he takes takes two, yeah. he never completely gets like
0: no. punished in the same way. Now it's he's hungry good. again now. Yep. And and it's just a, like a, a knockdown, and he's he's taking the blows. He's even like, hit me, come on, come on. And he's just like fired up and he wants it. And you can see Clubber's like exhausted. He's bleeding now. In yep. the first fight, he he didn't even crack a lip. Like, nope. he is not a spot of blood. Rocky
1: didn't even barely land up. Like, he landed punches, but, yeah. you know, for the most part, there were like a couple of headshots and light stuff. But yeah. it's Clubber who comes in there just with a set of jackhammers and goes to work on his ribcage. <laughs> but yeah, no. And then, so he's back. He's like, He's punishing him away. He's taunting him. He's really messing him up. And so when he finally gets in there to start landing some punches, because Clubber can't hit him, then he really just tees him up for some huge big hits. Uh, And, you know, just some big smashing shots.
0: And then basically at one point, boom, knocks him flat. Yeah. Knocks him down and knocks him out. Cool. And wins his title back. That's it. Yeah. Rocky's back. I know. Three rounds. Like, it's... Because they talk about, um, like, earlier on, they talk about, you know, like, line's never gone 15. Yeah. You know, he's never done that. And then Burgess Meredith even talks about...
1: Like, well, Rocky, too, saying, you know, yeah, or right. no, this is actually later when Apollo Creed says, yeah. you know, based on his age and everything else, Rocky has no that's more a, than eight rounds. That's true. cannot certain, yeah. go that long. Yeah. So you kind of know that this will be a relatively shorter fight. They probably wouldn't go, like,
0: they're going to go for it. Yeah. Because that's, they have to. This is no like raging bull where it's like round twenty nine kind of thing, you know, no, stuff like that. No, no. <laughs> no. Um, but like three rounds of New York where you yeah. just like hundred <laughs> rounds of like, yeah. Anyway, uh, but it's a, it's an amazing fight. He knocks him down and wins that title, and that's 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 not the whole movie, but that's pretty much it. I know. It's Yeah. Not, yeah.
1: So so yeah, anyway, you know, all of his people are there. So, you know, Adrian comes back. I mean it's a yeah. lot of callbacks to previous films where you know he calls in for Adrian because that's He does you know, I did it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, he's pretty happy and you know, then you know sort of a freeze frame. Yeah. Um
0: And you get a little wrap-up. That's it.
1: So, you know, we go back to... And it's probably Mickey's Gym.
0: Yes, it is. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they go back to Mighty Mix. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Apollo has been asking throughout the film that whatever else happens, if he trains him, that he owes him a favor. Yeah. And you finally get to find out what Apollo's
0: favor is. Yeah.
1: And in this case, you know, he's always kind of carried the weight of their loss by one second, Rocky beating him. And so he (laughs) wants to know for himself if he's capable of beating him. Yeah. Now... Rocky just finished probably the most intense training of his entire life. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's learned new moves that he never had when he first fought Apollo. Yeah. Apollo has done what now? Um,
0: ran in his midriff. Right. <laughs> Is he wearing a midriff at the time? Because maybe that's the edge he needs? Yeah, yeah. He's not. No, but so he hasn't fought. I mean, he's, he's training with Rocky, running, but he hasn't. he's not training as intense. Running. Exactly yeah, so. so.
1: So anyway, yeah. it's mostly just like... Um,
0: Kind of a friend match, I would think.
1: Kind of. Like, and yeah. they're really playful about it, and you said yeah. the line like that, yeah. ding, 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 like ding. ring ding. the bell. Yeah. yeah. I always so remember good. that line, too. Like, Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure why it was significant or important, but yeah. anyway, then there's the freeze frame as they both try to oh. move in for the punch, and then it stops there, and then Survivor pops up. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying like Eye of the Tiger, and it basically they kind of run the film in the credits, and
0: that's that's the film. That's the film. All right. Um I feel like one thing that this film really um, endorses is money.
1: Oh, well let's go to the Apollo Creed zone. Oh money please.
0: Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long and I got Lord. <laughs> money please. So um you know what? Uh wow. Um this is interesting. Uh, a, a major uh, municipality has decided to get in on this because they see how St. Albert is thriving now. Carried. Herculean-like on our shoulders. Maybe we'll use Atlas? I don't know. Anyway. But, um, you know, they see the energy, the life that we're breathing in, how we are resurrecting this town a la... Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, that's it. Kind of thing. And so I've been approached um, by a neighboring city called Mournville. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Kind of a small French sleepy community. That's right. Outside That's right. of our own French sleepy community.
0: <laughs> Correct. Uh, Just... may we. <laughs> sleepy Junior. <laughs> Sleep Jew. <Okay>. No. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Mickey! Mickey. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so um uh yeah, the uh, a business has approached outside of our borders. And I think this is exciting, Chris. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean we're always open to diversification. So
0: yeah. do tell.
1: What are they what are they asking for?
0: Well, um, there's a lot of hills around this. And as we are, we are in the middle of winter at the moment. A lot of snow on the ground. A lot of kids are out sledding. Right? And so uh, a shop has popped up and really wants to leverage the fact that uh, people want artisanal sleds. Obviously. Obviously. And so um, the business Better Off Sled (laughs) has approached me. yes, And um, quite... The spectacle of sleds that they possess. Uh, so get your artisanal sleds, hit that hill, and go down. You know what? It's not going to cost you a lot. Do you know how much they charge? Let me guess. $2? Two dollars? Two dollars. Excellent. Better off sled. Well, you know what?
1: I, what I love about those sleds is first you go straight. If something gets in your way, then turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And you know what? Most of those hills are pure snow. Do you realize the street value of that mountain? <laughs> I can't feel the left side of my body. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I, that is a film we have to do, by Yes. All right. Yeah, I got to write that
0: down. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, who's approached you? What's going on?
1: Well, you know what? Um, right now... Everyone's about New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, here we are in January, the driest January of my life. Oh, God. Uh, It's so long. No kidding. Surely it's almost over. (laughs) No, (laughs) it is not. Uh, However, you know, as part of people's uh, resolutions, one thing that a lot of folks try to do is start new chapters in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so I was approached by a dating service uh, that has a very unorthodox method. But, you know, the way that they approached me is they had a few kind of interesting ways to attract customers and so yeah, yeah. Uh, selling points yeah, hooks, they were, hooks, you know, we what say. they said to me is are you a donkey dick that couldn't get laid in the morgue <laughs> have you ever wondered how sad it is that your son's only sexual outlet is tossing off to magazines in the bathroom um you know what this is why you want to go to beard science beard science you know what uh they, they even have, like, great payment plans where, you, you know what, time, you don't have to wait until it's time to pay the fiddler, yeah. and, uh, you know, they'll even keep it between us because in case you're worried about losing your teaching job. So, <laughs> try beard science. I mean, there's a very rigorous process. You know, you put a bra on your head, you yeah. set up exactly the dating person you want to look for, exactly. and you connect it to a magazine yeah. uh, and a doll, Yeah. and obviously. eventually, yeah. you're going to get the woman of your dreams by focusing on that beard and the beard science. <laughs>
0: Try beard science. <laughs> beard science. I love it. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's, uh, what do we get out of this? Takeaways.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, I, I already alluded to where I was coming with yeah. this in terms of parenting advice, but, <clears throat> oh my God, like, you've got to respect the shit out of Mickey. Oh. Like, he is oh. not, not a complex individual, you know, he's not like, um... He's pretty a little rough around the edges. Oh, yeah. But the one thing that, you know, you have to absolutely admire about the guy is his absolute adoration and love for Rocky as his yeah. surrogate child. Yeah. And the fact that he would go so far as to protect him, yeah. watching his son almost die mm. uh, from this fight with Apollo, and then basically, you know, tailoring his career over the next three years to sort of make safe choices for him or, or be that guardian angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the idea that, you know what, um, he is. He was his heart. Yeah, and uh, I think that's something that as a parent you can always take away is you know uh, mm. even even in your times where you're probably the most frustrated with your kids, yeah, there is that thing about you know they are your heart, you love them unconditionally, and there's just you know nothing you wouldn't do. Yeah, so man, I, I love Mickey as a
0: parent in this. I that's he's my takeaway for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I, I I absolutely get behind that because I a thousand percent agree with that um you know and, and I could almost yeah sorry I was just thinking about Rocky's oh. a parent in this so oh,
1: yeah <laughs> lots of things not to do there the kid yeah. yeah yeah
0: but one thing um and, and this is where I was thinking yeah uh, and it's a small thing but it, it's um one it's a line that Rocky says and I really like it and actually like truly it resonated with me is that like he, when he's talking when he talked uh when he found out about what Mickey how Mickey lied to him stuff like that yeah when he's like I I don't care if I lost. I couldn't care less if I actually lost a fight. That's okay. Yeah. But I wanted to lose it right. Yeah. You know. And what does that right mean? Oh yeah. It means um, both of us gave us their own. Both of us were at top physical condition. Both of us gave it everything we had. And if I lost, that's okay. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about that. Is that that's that's actually some really great advice. It's okay to lose. That's okay. As long as you give it everything, yeah. as long as you're like, yes, it was it was as even a playing field as it possibly could be. And I gave my heart to this. And if I lost, I'm OK with that. And, and I, I want to translate that to the kids, you know, because they're both very good at what they do. Um, but but some things, you know, will will become a, a you know, a, a bit of a there'll be losses in their life. Of course. And, and I want them to consider losses like that's OK. That's okay. I gave it everything, and if I lost, that's okay, you know. So that's that's what I'm taking out of this one. That's awesome. Is that philosophy? Yeah, Beautiful. absolutely. And uh, yeah, because there are some really interesting lessons in this, and, re- and really interesting things. Totally. You know. Yeah, can agree more. And and I think that you also um, really I like the parallels you made. I think um, this this movie's later. This movie has more facets to it, and so. Facets? Facets. Facets. Yeah, Yeah. no, facets of faucets uh, to it. And so, um, yeah, uh, I really, really like that. Actually, before I get into more of my preamble, um, I'm I'm really excited. I want to do a little shout out uh, uh, because we're going to do a really special kind of uh, recording happening soon. With our good friends the three geeky dads oh yeah kind of thing yeah. so I just want to put that shout out because they they actually mentioned in their podcast now and again about doing a type 5 yeah kind of thing and I, I think that's wonderful and, and absolutely amazing and um, yeah as soon as they pay the royalties for that uh, we'll we'll be able to kind of clear the air money please <laughs> <laughs> anyway um but but no you you pulled a lot out of this film and god it was enjoyable and this wasn't on the plan and this was almost impulsive yeah. in it. But it was awesome, and I really enjoyed it. And this was a great pick, buddy.
1: Oh, yeah, thanks! No, I'm absolutely. glad you enjoyed yeah. it.
0: Too. Yeah, and and I want to continue with these great picks and things like that. And I think um, let's let's go impulsive. Let's do this, you know. So so bring it, bring this, bring everything. In fact, there's another thing you could bring for me. Oh, really? Like what? What would that be? Well, I guess you could go get your fucking shine. Ah, oh, damn it! This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Hamm and Tristan Hamm. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music. And extra special thanks to Three Geeky Dads. A cool podcast with a bunch of cool guys. Please check them out wherever you find podcasts. And check us out wherever you find podcasts. Except for Apple. Apple's a bit of a jerk. But everybody else, we're pretty good.